And welcome back to the Murdy Creative Go podcast. I'm your host, Colin Murdy, and today's topic is building a workshop. But first, I want to say thank you to everyone who supported the company so far. If you, got, if you haven't got a chance, go check us out on the web at murdycreative.co. That's M-U-R-D-Y creative.co. Or you can check us out on Facebook and Instagram by searching at murdycreative.co to see the best of our product shots. Follow us to keep up to date with our daily photos and be the first one to know about new product launches. You can also use the subscribe button at the bottom of our website to be included in all of our new product announcements. Be sure to check out our laser engraving, personalization options, and exclusive colors on the website, or you can blank one on Amazon Prime. All right. Well, there's a lot of things that have happened in this history of this company. A lot of cool things, a lot of things I've been very excited about. I have always dreamed of building a workshop from the ground up. Having it be exactly what we need, designed how we want it designed, aesthetically pleasing, something that really feels like a quality workshop. But we're not doing that right now. We're doing something similar to that, and I'm, I'll explain why in a second. We, uh, we don't have the money to build a brand new workshop at the moment, which is fine. Life is full of these little disappointments. Soon we might, though, and we've been seeing a lot of great growth, and obviously as long as that continues, it makes perfect sense for us over the course of the next year or two to potentially look at building up a brand new workshop from the ground up, and I think we'll be able to manage that. I'm very excited about that. But in the meantime, we need a place for the company. We have been renting a place for now for over two years, two and a half years, actually. And uh, it's been great. The company got started out of a one-bedroom apartment my wife and I were living in, and then we moved into a two-bedroom, and then we moved the company into a totally different location that was basically functionally two bedrooms, a kitchen, and a third living area that functions as the main workshop area. And now we're going to be moving it into what was a outbuilding garage, a two-car garage, with a second story, actually, which I'm kind of excited about. So there's a lot of advantages of this. One, it's very close to the house, uh, which is nice. So it makes it nice and easy for me to commute to work. Uh, it's a little more, it, A, we own the property, so that'll be very helpful in that process. And B, or C, I guess, um, it is a much larger square footage-wise than our current space. It's almost twice the square footage, which is nice. Now, there are things about this workshop that need help. It's a garage, right? As a garage, it's a great garage. As a workshop that people will actually spend time in, particularly in the Wisconsin winters, it needs a little help. First things first, obviously, we need to redo the electrical system. It's already wired up with 60 amps of power. That's a great start. And for anybody who's ever done something, that's, that's a decent amount of power. But that's not enough for our needs. We're going to be running quite a few laser engravers. Potentially, we'll be running a new hydraulic press, which is a big part of our move. And I'm really excited about that if we can just pull it off. I'm so excited about that press if we can pull it off. Anyway, um, running the press, running the laser engravers, running air conditioning and heating, running lights and filtration systems and running microwaves and refrigerator. All of those things require a decent amount of power. So we are having an electrician run um, 100 amps out there, which will be hopefully enough based off of all of our calculations on how much each thing is going to draw. And we've done this calculations 100 different ways. Uh, we've been working with the electrician specifically so that the wiring is done to what we need it to be and it works well and it's, you know, it's, I think it's going to be really good for that purpose. We also need to do insulation and we need to do the floors and we need to do the windows and we need to do HVAC and frankly I need to have someone come take a look at the roof before we do the insulation and I probably need to have a structural engineer come take a look at the floor of the garage that functions as the, or the ceiling of the garage that functions as the floor of the second floor. But we'll get there. Um, so after the electrical is done, the next step is obviously insulation. Now, I've looked at a lot of different insulations. Actually, I have a family member who is, does insulation professionally, uh, and, and his advice was to use closed cell spray foam insulation. 
After doing a lot of the research, it seems like the best choice. It is. It creates a vapor barrier, which in the current workshop was tar paper, or in the new workshop is slash was tar paper. So we're going to need a much more robust, much better modern version of that to be good, particularly because we're dealing with leather, so we need to have a solid vapor barrier. So we'll do a vapor barrier with this closed cell insulation. It's second of all, it's actually got the best insulation-ish factor that you can really get, so it's good in that regard. Um, third, because we're going into something like uh, um, wood as the backing, the insulation being able to fill all the little cracks and crevices and expanding as a solid unit is good because it also helps prevent mice and rats because they don't like to eat the plastic. So hopefully all of these things, as far as the insulation goes, will be very helpful. I'm actually pretty confident that the insulation we're going to be adding to this workshop, it's not that big of a workshop. I think the amount of insulation we're going to be adding is going to make it possible that we'll be able to not necessarily need an additional furnace beyond the heat pump that we're getting. So for those, I'll explain that. So, so that's, I'll, that actually segues nicely into the next thing we need. We need to set up HVAC out there. Obviously, during Wisconsin, the summers can get pretty hot and the winters can get very cold. So we need to have a way to heat and cool the workshop. Now, the traditional and obvious solution would be in a, 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 not an electric, a gas furnace. We're running on natural gas and a either in-window or very similar to in-window air conditioning unit. However, with the amount of insulation we're doing and with the space size and with some recommendations from the experts, I think we can actually get away with a 30,000 BTU heat pump. The guy I talked to actually said we can probably get away with 18,000 BTU, but I think 30,000 BTU will be, I, I'd rather go a lot more than we need than under if it's any consolation. So the 30,000 BTU heat pump, functionally a heat pump, for those who don't know, is, is kind of a, a combo. It both functions as a heater when it's too cold and as a cooler when it's too hot. And quite literally, it pumps heat in one direction or the other, uh, which is very neat. It's a very cool principle. It runs on electricity. Um, the main reason why we didn't want to do a traditional gas furnace is because we would need to run gas out to that location. And while I'm sure Alliant Energy would be perfectly happy to run gas out there because they're going to make a lot of money off us for the future, the long-term strategy here is actually to have the workshop, if it makes sense economically, to run entirely off solar power. And we have the space, and from what we're talking about with the solar companies, that's very possible. We could probably do that quite easily. So trying to have everything run off electric is actually makes the most sense for us in that, in that light, particularly if it's not particularly troublesome to do so. So we're not going to run gas out there because they'd have to tear up a whole bunch of space and it'd be a problem anyway. Plus, we'd have to, if we did that, we'd have to get a permit, uh, additional permit, which is a problem. We already have to get a permit for the electrical. Now, the fact that there's already electrical there, I think, helps. And the fact that that electrical was in troublesome shape is also good because the argument we can make, very reasonably so, is that if we didn't upgrade this, it would burn the garage down, which it would. So this is going to be a good thing. But by eliminating the number of permits we get, ideally, this will be a much simpler process to get through all of the hurdles, all the hoops. So now we have to get insulation done and we have to get HVAC done. And if we can do the heat pump, that solves that problem. Heat pumps take a lot of power, though. So that's another issue that we have to deal with. But hopefully it'll work out fine. Beyond that, um, we then have to have the floor done. I'm planning on doing the tessellable rubber mats, like the ones that kind of click into each other and do that all over the floor. It'll help with fatigue, those anti-stress mats, and, and it'll also help keep the vibrations down from the machines, um, which A, will hopefully allow them to be a lot quieter, because otherwise a vibrating machine on concrete can be a pretty loud thing. Um, so hopefully having the anti-vibration mats underneath it will help keep things a little quieter. Um, it'll help people have the anti-fatigue, and it'll also provide, I think, a little more warmth. Bare concrete, I think, is a good little place to 
to sink a, bu- a bunch of heat into in the winter. So instead, if we can have an inch or two of foam between the concrete and people's feet, it will help make it less cold in the workshop. So that's done on purpose. That's going to be another $1,000. Beyond that, we need to replace all of the four windows with energy-efficient windows. Right now, they're just basic utility windows that you put in a garage. When you replace those energy-efficient windows, I'm thinking those are going to probably be $200 to $250 each. Uh, And then we need to replace the garage doors, which are going to be $1,000 each with insulated garage doors. So it's going to be a lot of money to put all these things together. However, when this is all said and done, and hopefully it'll be done within the next month or two, we will be able to have a workshop that has more space, more power, is able to support more employees, is able to be comfortable in the winter and in nice in the summer. We're going to set up bug mats so that when it is nice in the summer, we can literally open up the garage doors and have you know bug nets come down to keep people from having to deal with mosquitoes all day. And uh, it'll be really enjoyable, hopefully. These are all things that I think once we, are, we do them, we'll make the company faster, more productive. We'll be able to get much better machines that are a lot faster in the way that they make things which will hopefully help our speed and productivity. And I think all of these things are, are good things for the company's growth. I, think they're all, I also think that they are good for the local economy. It's not going to be a retail space. People aren't going to be able to come and buy their orders and pick it up. Like That's not how it's going to be set up. But it will increase the number of people that live in this place. It'll increase the property value, so the tax base will go up. Right? There's a lot of advantages. So next week, Monday, I get to go, or next week, Tuesday, I should say, I get to go in and speak in front of the town council and ask for the conditional use permit, which originally they said I probably didn't need, but now they think I probably do. So I get to go in and make my case, and I'm really hoping it's a smooth process. I'm really hoping it's a smooth and quick process. And it's a public hearing that's designed to allow anybody who would have objections to come and object. I really hope they don't. But... um. I'm actually kind of excited a little bit because my parents are in town for Memorial Day and they'll be able to come watch me do this, which is kind of fun. Um, so yeah, so this is all of these pieces. It's just an ongoing moving puzzle on top of trying to get the, work, the website completely redesigned and on top of dealing with all the... It's just it's a lot going on at the company right now. Good things, all good things, but just a lot of things. So I'm a little tired from all of this, but by the end of August is my guess. By the end of August, we'll be in a new workshop. We'll have a new platform that'll be a lot smarter and a lot stronger as far as its capabilities. We'll be sailing towards um, Christmas at a brisk pace. We'll have our line of credit so we won't have any cash issues and we'll be able to make decisions based off what's the best for the company rather than what's, what do we have to do because of our cash position. We'll have good accounting books. We'll have a lot better data from an analytics perspective. And all of these things will come together to hopefully make you know August and September a very smooth, um, easy growth month where we can just kind of buckle down and get smarter about the way we do things, kind of test all of the little ways to make things more efficient. And so we'll be able to ram into Christmas with just the most powerful, you know, system and, and business we possibly could, which I'm very excited about. So all of these things are coming together in a good way. They're just taking their sweet time, as all things must. All right, folks, thank you for tuning in, tuning in today. Be sure to check back in next Tuesday for our next topic. And don't forget to check that subscribe button below to be sure to get the latest podcast right away. If you have any questions or concerns about your leather binder, journal, folio, or accessory, as well as your tech case, um, please feel free to contact us on the main page of our website at murdycreative.co, or you can contact us via Instagram and Facebook. You can text, email, call, direct message, all the usuals. We'll do our best to get back to you as soon as possible, but we do appreciate your patience. If you need to get a hold of us in a, in a hurry uh, to j- change your engraving or to update your shipping address or something like that, feel free to give us a phone call, 414-434-9001. You can call or text to that number. 
Uh, Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. That's 414-434-9001. And you can call and text that number. So that's a great way to reach out to us. If you think we deserve it, a good review can go a long way to help us grow, um, both on the podcast app, whatever you're listening on, but also a review on the company and the products. Uh, So if you have a good review for us, go to murdycreative.co slash reviews. You can read all of our amazing five-star reviews. There's a button there that takes you to facebook.com slash murdycreative.co slash reviews where you can click, do you recommend the Murdy Creative Company? Click yes, you can write your review. It does help us. We like to use Facebook because it's third party, so you know that we aren't just making them up. Uh, If you don't have Facebook, that's fine. Send us an email. We'll definitely read it. We'll put it up on the wall. It means the world to us. We really do like those. They're very encouraging. But beyond that, um, if you would leave us a bad review for any reason, there's another button on that page that gets you directly in contact with us. Please reach out to us. Please, please, please reach out to us. I would like deeply for every person that ever interacts with this company to have a good experience. It means a lot to me that we, we, we achieve that. So if for whatever reason you would leave us a bad review, please reach out to us first. Give us an opportunity to make it right, whatever it is. We will do what it takes. Refunds, uh, returns, whatever the case may be, we will take care of you. We want you to have a good experience with the company. So please, 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 before you leave a bad review, give us an opportunity to make things right. Uh, if you want to help us grow, definitely tell your friends and family, both on the podcast, but if you want to tell your friends and family about the company, you can get a little something for that. Go to the main page of our website at the top, click login, and then in the bottom left-hand corner, there'll be a rewards button. If you click on that rewards tab, you'll be able to uh, see the rewards point you've gotten back. That's 5% back on any purchase you make, and you can use that in-store credit for all of our things that we sell. However, there's a shareable link there. If you share that link with friends and family, when they make a purchase from that link, they get $5 off their first purchase, and you get $5 back as in-store credit. So it's a great way to share the company, get a little something for it, and it really helps us. Um, if you, that being said, if you want to have, to have any podcast topics you want to hear more about, send them my way. I am always happy to talk about just about anything, and if I can talk about it, I will. So definitely reach out to us, send us an email, leave a comment below, all of the basic things. If you want to hear about something, I want to tell you about it. So if you're looking for multiple binders, journals, folios, anything we sell, or gifts, giveaways, menus, really any reason, ask about our book discounts. The bulk discounts start at a minimum order quantity of five, and that's either five of one thing or one of five things, so you can mix and match. It's just based off the total cart quantity. Um, At the moment, you still need to reach out to us to get the bulk discount code. Hopefully, within a week or two, we'll actually have it set up so that you can just add the things to your cart, and however many you add to your cart, it will automatically apply the bulk discount. I'm very excited about that. I'm really hopeful that it happens soon, so definitely do that. However, if you need a bulk discount, reach out to us, send us an email at sales, S-A-L-E-S, at murdycreative.co. We also offer custom engraving on anything we sell. So if you want to get something custom engraved, we have no minimums and no setup fees. All we have is a flat fee, normally $15, can go up a little bit depending on what the size of the engraving is, but for the most part, it's $15, and that $15 is before the bulk discount. So if you're going to get a whole bunch of things and you want to get your corporate stuff, your corporate logo, um, it can be actually a lot less than that. So reach out to us. We can work on both of those things. Um, Otherwise, you can just get one. No minimum order quantities, no setup fees. If you want to learn more about that program, go to murdycreative.co. At the very top, there's the custom slash bulk. So you can get more information about our custom and bulk orders there. A lot more details as well as there's a form there that asks questions that no matter what order it's going to be, um, if you answer those questions right away, it helps us get that, that process rolling a little faster. Things like deadlines and quantities and things like that. So definitely check that out if you're interested. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Have a great day and goodbye.